and welcome to today's episode of Pros and Politics Podcast, where we are polished and poised for greatness and impact. My name is Kahala, and I'm your host. And let me just say, welcome again and thank you, as this is the very last episode of 2022 for Pros and Politics Podcast, our inaugural year. It has been amazing. It has been a blessing. It's been a labor of love. And I thank all of my political pearls and my political gents for an amazing 2022. So I hope and pray that you all have a safe and wonderful New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Today, we will continue our journey into black business and black business ownership and black women in business. And today we have a dynamite (laughs) dynasty of a diva with us today, the one and only Yashika McKinney. Hi there. I am so happy to be here I with am you. I'm so happy that you are here with me. Yes, ma'am. In your red. In my red. And your 1913. Oh, yes. So let's just get into that. <laughs> are you a member of a black Greek organization? I definitely am. The devastating divas of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. All right. And please give your chapter a shout out, ma'am. I shout out the East St. Louis alumni chapter, East Slack. All right, all right, that's right. In the great city of East St. Louis, Illinois, well, you are everything, okay, that you could ever be as a Delta woman, okay? Yes, ma'am. We love you here at Pearls and Politics Podcast. I love you all too. And we were so ready. Why are we crazy? We were. We were like, oh my goodness, we gotta get her on here because she has to tell the world her story. Absolutely, and what a story it is. So just go right ahead. Tell us all about Yashika, please. Okay, so Yashika, um, we were talking about my name previously, mm-hmm. and Yashika means success in Hindu. So I tried to live up to that name. I try to be everything that I can be. And it also is a camera. The cameraman may know about a Yashika camera, but it is a camera. And my mom used to say, I was pretty as a picture. So she named me (laughs) Yashika. So that's my little backstory about the name. But again, my name is Yashika McKinney. I am um, from East St. Louis, the great East St. Louis, Illinois, the the city of champions. And again, I try to live up to that. But who I am and what I am, I am a baker. For first and foremost, Ooh, don't okay. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to keep it together. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold it. Let this woman tell her story. Okay? And I am a cook. So you know, off the basis of uh, piggybacking off of my cooking, um, I started. Oh, I guess when my son was one, we moved out of my mom's house and I said, I need to cook this young man, this little baby, some food. So we moved uh, over in St. Louis and I was over there by myself and I began to make dishes. Uh, These dishes were... uh, all of the good soul food. We we never ate noodles. We would always eat the fried chicken and the pork real chops food. and the re- real food. The comfort food. The comfort food. Mm-hmm. But even a back story to that, um, just growing up and 
um, being in the kitchen. You know, I, I was the youngest of uh, four siblings, and I never had an opportunity to cook with my parents because my siblings were 20 years older than I, and I was, I was like that baby. So I would just sit there and watch, but I never had an opportunity to participate in cooking. So once I became of age, I said, let me try this. Let me try some of the things that I seen with my aunt and my grandmother and my mother, and it worked. I was surprised. Always so. working. Always working, <laughs> But the thing about it was I could never cook small portions. It would always be for a family of four plus, and it was only me and my son. So I would always invite my mom over, my sister over, come and eat. And they say, why would you cook all this With food? food? And even to this day, I still can't cook in small portions, and it's just me now, 23 years later. But um, I started the journey um, out of a need for an extra income. Um, I was like, I need extra money, and what can I do? And I knew that God had given me a gift with cooking. So um, I was on all of the assistance that a single mother could be on. I was on financial aid in school. I was on public aid. And I had a mentor. And I just reconnected with this mentor. But she gave me a paper. And it was a, a goal sheet. So it said, uh, you know, where do you see yourself short term? Where do you see yourself long term in five years? Um, where do you see yourself next month? And I would feel I would go to the public aid office. Um, and I would fill out this paper for her, but not knowing it was more so for me, write the vision and make Making it plain. It so I was writing down these things. I said, you know, I want to go to school. I want to finish college. I have a son, so I want to be financially stable. Uh, I, I want a family. Um, I want to one day own a business. I was writing these things before I even thought about it. it wasn't an idea, but I was like, this would be nice. If I could cook in a restaurant, that would be nice. So I would write all these goals down and I would give them to her. She'll give me a copy and I would go home and I would put them in my closet. Forget all about them. So just fast forwarding, I would start selling plates out of my house. But on the side, I would give a banana pudding and a caramel cake, a small portion. You know, this is just your dessert for your food. So people would start asking, we want to buy the caramel cakes and the, the banana pudding. We yeah. want the cake. We, we, want, we, want. we want the pan of banana pudding. We don't want the, okay. <laughs> so we didn't want I'm the following. small portion. We want the whole thing. So I say, okay, well, I can make you a cake or I can make you a banana pudding. And that's where the foundation was laid. It was before the desserts out the jar. It was before knowing the magnitude as to where the business would grow to. So um, I did that. It started in 2014. December 2014, um, well, that's when Desserts Out the Jar started. But prior to that, I would do different catering events and things like that. And again, always throw in the banana pudding and caramel cake. So I did have people calling. But again, we go back to the need for financial stability. And um, I wasn't making it. I, I had a full-time job. My ends were not meeting. I had a young child. He liked football and so all of the activities and I was like, Lord, 
I can't do this. Like with the job that I had, I can't pay the bills and send him to the things that he wanted to do. So I said, let me go and get another job. So on top of my full-time job, on top of me going to school, because during that time I was going to pursue my bachelor's, um, I said, let me get another job. And um, I seen that a warehouse was um, hiring. So I said, I'm gonna go and fill out an application. I actually knew a lady that was one of the hiring managers and she said, just come on in and we'll take care of you. So it was October of 2014. And I went to, I said, the holidays are coming up. I'm in a perfect position to get this new job. I went to the interview, or what was supposed to be the interview. The door was locked. They um, said that they were opening in about 30 minutes. It was cold outside. So I was probably like the third person in line, had my coat on. So everyone started packing up to this door. And um, I was really non-confrontational at that That time. time. (laughs) We're going to put at that time. So at that time, you know, I was I was very timid and, you know, people would come and they were getting in front of me. So I was moving to the side again. I was the third person there, but I was moving to the side for them. And when they opened up the doors, everyone started pushing in. So again, I'm stepping back. So everyone's pushing in, the line is going. And by the time I made it to the front door, they said, we're not taking any more people in. She said, look, it's packed to capacity. I said, I was about the third person here. She said, ma'am, well, why didn't you come in? And again, me being young, just being timid, I, I didn't know why. So she said, well, you can go online and apply and we'll get back with you. And I, I, I didn't understand it then. Mm-hmm. I went to my car. I didn't have any gas, um, but I had enough to make it back home. My sister was at my house with my son at the time. And I can remember going home and I was screaming to the top of my lungs. I said, God, I am trying. And I get teared up. Even now, about it, because I've come so far, yet I remember that struggle. And I was like, what is going on? I am trying. It wasn't like I was, I wanted to be on Mm -hmm. public assistance. I was working a full-time job, and I was still not making any money. So I made it there, made it back home. My sister said, well, how did it go? I said, I, I, I don't know. I didn't get the interview or whatever. She said, well, what about those cakes you make? Like, make those for the holiday. And I said, okay, I'll try it. At that point, I didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm like, whatever. So she said, make the cakes for the holiday. So I um, actually said that I would. Thank you. I actually said that I would make cakes for the holidays, and I started taking orders. So um, it was a another AKA, one of one of my favorite people. She lives in Atlanta, and she came in and she said, "I want to try your banana pudding." She said, "But I can't eat a whole portion of it." She she was into fitness and looking good as you all do, and she said, "I can't eat a whole portion of it." I said, well, I know that I'm going to make some for Thanksgiving. If you're here, then I can share mine with you. I said, I can put it in a Tupperware bowl. I just want you to taste it. She said, okay. 
And she ended up coming and leaving, and I wasn't able to connect with her. And I said, okay, Lord. I said, she asked for a smaller portion. I was laying in a bed one night. It was December 9th. I, I remember that, 2014. I was laying in a bed. I said, she asked for a smaller portion, and I was not able to get it to her. I said, what can I do? And as I was laying there, God said, put it in a jar. Now, I had never, ever heard of anything other than preserves or jellies and things like that in a jar. Um, I said, a jar? I got up out of my bed. This is when Walmart was 24 hours. <laughs> Because it closed at 7 o'clock now. But this is when Walmart was 24 hours. I got up out of my bed. It was about 10 o'clock at night. And um, I went and I bought the banana pudding ingredients. I bought a pack of jars, one pack of mason jars, which was 12. And I bought cheesecake, some cheesecake supplies and the, the caramel cake that I usually do. And I baked till 2.30 that morning making dessert jars. And when I got up that morning, I took pictures and I put ribbons on them, like for the holiday. I put ribbons on them. And I said, I'm going to post them in the morning. I end up posting them on December night at 630 in the morning. And from there, my life hasn't been the same. And you've said so much in the time that you have shared your testimony, basically, with Absolutely. us. The struggles that so many of us have faced. I've been a single mom. It's never what you envisioned or what you thought. Never. But you have to press. Yes. Um, the fact that you always wanted better, mm -hmm. for not only for yourself, but for your child. Absolutely. And you were determined to come up with a plan. You, were de you weren't going to just let it chance you or, or anything. And I love it because God, faith without works is dead. Mm -hmm. And when we put the work with our faith, he will speak to you on a December evening mm -hmm. so clearly and tell you, go put it in jars. You put it in jars. And you didn't ignore it. You did, oh, well, I didn't, oh, I didn't really hear that. I, you were seeking. Mm -hmm. You said, I'm trying. You cried out, I'm trying. And and I've been there because you're in a situation and it's not what you envisioned. Mm -hmm. And But he told you some things. I tell people all the time that there are three scriptures on which I rebuilt my life when I was a widowed single mom. Double for my trouble, mm -hmm. beauty for my ashes, and my ladder will be greater. And I remember like you laying in the bed one night with a son and I'm like, God, I'm not gonna get mad, but I'm gonna say this. You promised me those three things and this is not double, <laughs> beautiful or greater. And now I'm gonna go to sleep. And sometimes, I, I don't mean uh -uh. to interrupt, but sometimes, you know, a lot of people say we can't challenge God, don't ask questions. Yes, you can. I, I am not a believer of that. No. I, because, again, I don't understand. And if he's my source, then who else am I going to ask? Mm -hmm. 
who else am I going to talk to about it? So even though he may not answer right then and there, <laughs> which it was three months later then, but it could be three months, it can be three, three weeks, years. it can be three years, yeah. but you have made your request known. Mm-hmm. Ask and you shall receive. You know, like ask. I, I, I don't understand when people say we can't ask God. Who and else? I had no idea. All I know is the double that Mm -hmm. I see, the beauty that I see, Mm -hmm. the greater that I see. So people talk about overnight sensation. No, no, no. I toiled for this. I worked for this. Like I I put my fleece out for this. Mm -hmm. And to see you today hearing that, that's why I'm so glad you're here because the world doesn't know that. You know that. Your son knows that. Your sister knows that. Your mm-hmm. family. But we need the world to know that we don't always have the perfect set of circumstances. Right. And if you don't like it, you have everything that you need with your source, who is the Lord, to change that. Mm-hmm. And you said, I want better. And look at you now. And this is such, you talking about tearing up. I'm sitting here like, oh. My goodness, that is, I'm just floored. It's so much that has transpired in the seven to eight years that I have been in business or that I have been doing dessert jars. I never knew how to do desserts. Again, I cook food, so it wasn't. (laughs) Now, if someone would have told me, okay, you're going to, you know, be catering, I would. yes. But to say that desserts has gotten me where I am, I wouldn't have ever imagined. And just think if I was so strict on I'm only doing food and not wanting to pivot or try different things. And yeah, even the story, like there's different stories that, I mean, that makes this a whole. Um, I went, so I was selling a dessert jars and I was selling them without a license without a business license. And the city of San, it had gotten so big. I was on the news and didn't have a business license. The city of St. Louis contacted me and they said, hi, you know, this is so-and-so. But hey. well, we want to know, <laughs> you know, uh, about your jars. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm doing dessert jars. Well, we seen you on the news. I said, okay. They said, do you have a business license? I said, no, <laughs> I, I, I just cook. She said, well, how about this? She said, I want you to be my guest um, and do our dessert table at our function, but also I want to guide you into getting your business license and the things that you need. And that's when God start putting people in place. I knew nothing. And still today, don't care to know anything about the backstory. I wanna cook. I want to make desserts, but God will put people in place. I I remember I was a part of a group called Ferguson 1000, and um, it was a business group that highlighted entrepreneurs, black entrepreneurs, and it was just just a plethora of um, entrepreneurs that came together and we talked and discussed about our business and business ideas and things like that. They partner with Uber. And they wanted to do a pitch contest uh, where you would get in the Uber car and there would be a venture capitalist Mm -hmm. in the car. Mm -hmm. I remember that now that you're talking it, talking about it, yeah. 
side note, God told me to get a pad, a notepad. He said, write everything down because you're not going to remember all of the things in that moment that I have done for you. And I want you to remember, so write it down. Again, write the vision, make it plain. <laughs> but with the venture capitalists, um, they, they, you got a chance to be picked to get in a car with the venture capitalists, and they would give you either financial or resources, uh, advice, and things like that. It was at their discretion. But I decided for myself that I did not want to participate. Again, non-confrontational. I was... I, at that time, I, I didn't want to do that. So they were really trying to get me to, you should, you should. I said, I will make you all desserts because we met at a certain place in Ferguson. I said, I'll make you all desserts, but I don't want to participate. I made the desserts, brought it to the, the entrepreneurs that were actually participating. They said, here, take this card. And just in case you change your mind when you leave here, you may want to participate. I packed all my stuff up. The um, entrepreneurs, they went out and they were supposed to go to certain areas and call to see if the Uber car was in their area. So um, got the car and I got in my car. I called the number and it said Uber driver is not available. I said, OK, I just wanted to see what it was going to say. I said, all right, Lord, then. Well, I love Cold Stone ice cream. Actually, I love Cold Stone. <laughs> you, you like the jars. I like ice cream. But I love Cold Stone ice cream. And they had a place called Froyo that was in the Central West End that was similar to Cold Stone ice cream. And I said, well, I'm going to drive from Ferguson to the Central West End to get me some ice cream. Mm -hmm. That was going to be my treat for, you know, serving the entrepreneurs today. So as I'm driving, I'm still thinking about this venture capitalist and what, you know, it could be. I pulled into the parking spot in front of Froyo's. I said, I'm going to try it one more time. I called the number and they said, a venture capitalist is on its way. Now, I was in Ferguson and I drove to the Central West End. Now, people are going all around. They say they may be downtown. They may be in the They may be on the south side. Just go and call from the area that you're at. When I pulled in the parking lot of Froyo, it said a venture capital. I said, what? I got nervous, started shaking. I said, well, I do. I do got a couple of jaws that's still in the car that I could get because I, I was not intending on participating. Mm -hmm. The venture capitalist pulled up in a big black SUV, and I had three minutes to tell him who I was and what I did. So the driver got out, let me in. It was a young man in there, and he said, okay, who are you and what you, let's go. What we got going. What we got going. And I went at it. I said, my name is Yashika McKinney. I am the owner of Desserts Out the Jar and More. We make cakes, puddings, and pies. I have over 30 different flavors. And this is your grandmother's recipe. I know that, you know, we, when we were young, we would be in the kitchen and we would smell all our grandmother's good apple pies and peach cobblers. I let him have it in those three minutes. Let him have it. He said, he told the driver, he said, keep driving. I need and more than three minutes. I need more than three minutes. So he started asking me questions. Where are you at? I said, I have a, a setup in my kitchen. 
I said, I have moved everything out of my kitchen and my living room, and I have a factory going in my kitchen. He said, mm, that's interesting. He said, well, I want to help you. I want to get you into a commercial kitchen where you can manufacture your products and sell them. He said, do you have a business license? And at that time, I said, yes, because I did. <laughs> I, was, I was put in place. God was putting all of that oh, in master place. master orchestrator. Master I couldn't have written a better script for my life. So at that time, I... Um, went over on Washington. Mm -hmm. They had, mm -hmm. and I think that's where we met. That That's one of your questions, where we met. Uh, we met over on Washington. It was um, at Cafe Venture. I think it was over on Washington. And that was my first place where I did the commercial kitchen and the mass production at. And I was there for about four years. Again, the continuation of an amazing story. <laughs> and it I just believe that it's going to inspire so many people because so many times we wonder what our next step is going to be. Like, where are we going from here? I, I don't even know how I can even begin to find myself in a position like Yashika or, or anybody else. And to know that the steps of a good man and a good woman are ordered by the Lord. Absolutely. And he's going to send you to Froyo. He's going to tell you <laughs> you want ice cream because he knows that the path of the Uber driver is coming to Froyo <laughs> because you were like, eh, I'm not going to. And it's so many times you can think about in life where you were like, oh, I'm not doing that. And he's, he's like, yes, you are. Yes, you are. And you don't hear it at first. And then you're like, eh, I'm not doing it. Let me do this or do that. And he's like, yes, you are. And he will continue to have you keep turning corners and you don't know you're turning corners till you turn back where it is that he wanted you to be. And you're Absolutely. just thinking, yo, I'm just going to fro you. Oh, I'm just going to, you know, go to the gas station. Mm -hmm. But like somebody that you never know you needed is going to pull up behind you at the gas station yes. and be like, oh, I like your hair. Oh, and it's a whole conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. So that it's, it's amazing. And again, I am very familiar with your product because I've always loved supporting you. So whether it was dessert joys, I mean, I've met you in mall parking lots. <laughs> I've met you. You That's a whole nother story. With, I would sell out of my trunk. I would meet this woman in mall parking lots. Like she would post, <laughs> oh, on Saturday, tomorrow at noon, I'm going to be at Fairview Heights. Panera. And I'm like, I'm texting. I'm call, I'm like, oh, I'm on my way. Please don't leave. Because when I tell you your product it, it, no one can match your product. <laughs> it is amazing from texture to taste, the quality of products and your customer service. And so when I was the circuit clerk in St. Clair County, I used to do nice things for my staff all the time. Mm -hmm. So whether it was a hot chocolate bar or was this or that. And so what I would do, I would get big pans of banana pudding or her strawberry cheesecake, or her strawberry banana pudding, and mm -hmm. I would bring it to my staff, and they would have, you know, something sweet to eat, something to let them know that I appreciated them. And I'm like, I can go a thousand places, but what do we keep saying in our episodes? We want to go local, yeah. black-owned business, black woman-owned business. Why would I go anywhere else when I can call you? I can call a Delta from East St. Louis, <laughs> I can call a mom, I can call you, someone with a testimony like that, that I can sew into your business mm -hmm. 
for you to just continue to expand and be greater. Like you help me, I help you. It, it's a win-win. And my staff loved her product. Absolutely. And again, the jars, because the older I get, I'm like the AKA that you was talking about. I, I can't <laughs> eat the pie back in the day. I would. Exactly. And Dr. Kanisha Bryant would get all on my head. Tell me we can't do what we used to do. Absolutely. Like you got to do better. And it's the perfect portion to get everything you need yes. to calm your nerve. I mean, it's comfort food. It's everything. Yeah. It's everything. And like I said, from your customer service to your product, Unmatched man. And customer service is so big to me. Um, when I had employees, I've partnered with Slate. Um, they have given me employees to work. And it, it's so big to me because, again, as Jay-Z say, as Uncle Jay-Z say, you can be anywhere in the world but you choose to be here with me, and mm -hmm. I appreciate that. So mm -hmm. we do understand that at Desserts at the Jar, you can be anywhere, but you keep Absolutely. coming back to me, and I appreciate it. Exactly. So where are you now? So if we wanted to get some jars, if we wanted to get some pans, mm -hmm. I know um, this last Thanksgiving you, you, know, you were catering and, and you were putting it out there, and folks was, instead of cooking, they was yashika-ing for, for oh, Thanksgiving. Gosh. How can we find you? Well, I am on social media. I do know, so another short story. Um, in 2020, my mom passed. And, you know, that was kind of a, a tragic part of my life. Like, I didn't know. I didn't know whether I wanted to continue desserts. I didn't want to cook. You know, it was, uh, it was, during, it was in December. It was a, a very hard time for me. And I had a friend, and she worked uh, for the homeless. And she's the director of the homeless program. And she said, you know, we have a cook's position that's here. And, you know, you can use the kitchen um, to, you know, produce your product if you need to but we want to feed the homeless. It was during COVID because it was in 2020. Uh, she said, most of the volunteers, they're not coming and the homeless people still need to be fed. Again, during that time, I did not want to be in the spotlight. Like I, I just wanted to retract, but I wanted to do what my passion was and that was cooking. It would soothe me during the days and I would be in this big kitchen all by myself and just cooking up some stuff for the homeless people. And you during that time I said, you know what, God has taken me away to rebuild me. And he told me, he said, this is your years of service now. You know, you've done the part, you've been in a spotlight, you've won awards, you've done all of that. He said, but now just serve, relax and mm -hmm. serve. And it was so relaxing to go and be able to cook for the homeless people and serve them every day. And that was a, a part, a component a component of my life that I didn't have, you know, like the service. The service aspect. And it totally matched because when I became a part of my organization it was based off of service, service. Mm -hmm. again we again it's the book that we walked through it's written out already for us so at that time I was serving and I was happy and I said you know what I'm I'm, I'm still gonna do the desserts but it was kind of 
let let me get myself back together. So it did give me an opportunity to just kind of refocus, get myself back together. At the same time, my mom Pat was passing, my son was becoming 21. And I'm like, these are the two people that I took care of. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like redoing my life. Oh my yes. gosh, it was a major transition for me. So I didn't even know what I wanted to do, how I wanted to do it. But slowly but surely God is easing me back into it. And I can really tell by this past Thanksgiving, I'm like, oh yeah, he throwing me back in the fire. Tough. You know, Uh he said, you didn't have a year or two to kind of get yourself back together. Now it's time to get back out there. But right now um, we were at two different restaurants. Uh, One was Cluster Buster. They just closed down about a month ago. He's transitioning into a new position. And then also um, it is... Food for your soul. Um, I can't think of the name right now, C&C? but CNC. I don't know. That C&C? was on the tip of my tongue. CNC. So we were over in Belleville, and we would sell our desserts out of those two restaurants. But now, I purchased your dessert desserts from, from the restaurant. <laughs> Well, Never they, from Cluster Buses, but absolutely from c and Yep, so I had one over here in St. Louis, one in Belleville, and usually we do for the holiday seasons at the Galleria St. Clair mm-hmm. Square. I purchased from there. <laughs> so we will be getting back into the mode of going into those different uh, entities and venues, but right now um, we're at still at the commercial kitchen, so it's actually two blocks up from where we're filming at now but yeah I I sell my desserts and uh, manufacture them out of the kitchen on Wyoming and on the south side so in addition to your dessert jars Mm -hmm. and your soul food and and your your catering you also do cakes now. I so let me tell you the story about the cakes. Okay, tell us about these cakes because the A cake kid. you did for me with my best friend Cross <laughs> at the end of last year, that I mean it went viral on TikTok. Everybody, it was the most amazing pink and green alpha kappa alpha <laughs> cake you ever wanted to see and it was pink and green on the inside it was pink and, and green it, it was amazing so please tell us about the cakes during the pandemic in 2020 no one was able to go out so no one was purchasing one jar two jars here so i said i went back to my source i said okay god what are we gonna do what, what what can we do and he said make a cake i, I just ma- love the way he just speaks to He's, you like because I- when you ask when yeah. you ask that is true. and your heart is right and you are sincere about it and genuine. And I be so sincere when I come to God because <laughs> I don't know. I really please, don't daddy, please. I really don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, help me. Just out here living. It's just out here living. Uh-huh. So, you know, I, I baked a cake and I never knew how to decorate. I never went to a class. I never had a cake mentor. I baked wow. a cake. And when I tell you I made the most money in 2020 that I have made in the seven years of working, and I I contributed because I couldn't go traveling and doing the things that I I would want to do or that I would spend my money on. I was able to pay off debt, and I mean debt that I've had since I was in my 20s. I was able to pay it off. A lender, not a borrower. 
they would say cash at me the payment or send me the payment and I would send it right to the creditor. So where it needed to go, it it was a a year of discipline and God was really showing himself like really proven. So like I said, I never made a cake. I self-taught till this day. I still ask. I'll get a cake order and I'll be like, "I, I have no clue. They, some of my customers say, I'm going to let you freestyle. I'm like. <laughs> That's what I said. You were like, oh, that would be so nice if you would just let me go, girl. Ah, it would be so nice go because on, in the end, I never know what I will come up beautiful. with. And I beautiful. say, God, I need, I need an idea. And he would give it to me. And it tasted beautiful. food is my piece so it it may not look like it but when i tell you i love to eat and i love comfort food i I would come down from the courthouse Mm -hmm. when you were um on the siue campus and i would come for lunch and get your food and your jars and i just love to eat and so (laughs) to to have good customer service Plus the good food aspect of it. I just love it. And you have such a beautiful spirit and a beautiful heart. So I can call you. I can text you. Mm -hmm. And you're going to. Now, it may take a a little second. (laughs) But you a busy one. But you you know, ain't no. You are busy. You are booked and busy. Mm -hmm. And I love it. But she going to get back to you. And it's going to be in a timely manner. And she, if you are available, which you typically are, you're going to get a handle. And Mm -hmm. it's going to be everything that you wanted it to be Absolutely. and your family, your friends are going to be pleased. Yeah. And it's just, it's just amazing. It has been an amazing journey. I promise you. And the, the thing about it is it's not over. Like I'm so excited. And sometimes I get nervous. What is your vision? <laughs> what is your vision? Cause it's only up from here. It's, so we just going to be clear about that. It's only up from here. So what I have written down in uh, my goal plan on, and I, I constantly do it, you know, every year I'm updating it because I'm like, okay, I did all of that. I got my degree. I look, got a degree and barely use it, <laughs> you know, but Mm-hmm. You know, that it happens like that sometimes. But I was like, what do I want to do now? Mm-hmm. And it's 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 going to be a restaurant, you know, where you can get the food and the desserts all in one. Mm-hmm. The customer service. You see how that come together? Mm-hmm. The food, the desserts, the customer service. I can't wait. All from the source. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, God, what you want me to do now? Who who are you gonna bring in my life now? You know, where where is this place gonna be? So I'm so excited. I've been asking, and he said, finish that service piece that I told you to because you're gonna need it. Where are you going? Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm excited about it. Well, I am so excited about where you're going. Like I said, it's only up from here. You, you have the skill, you have the license, you have everything that you need, but most importantly, your focus is on the Lord and you're like, he's gonna guide me, mm-hmm. he's gonna lead me, and he's gonna give me everything, everything that I'm gonna need. Mm-hmm. And I am so excited and I cannot wait. And you will have to come back before you launch, when you launch, after you launch, we'll have to, you know, I'm sure, Urban Eats is going to want to come to your Absolutely. spot and do it. Come and set up. And, and, and we're going to have to have yeah. Sisters in the Law oh, lunch yeah. or dinner Absolutely. at your spot. Absolutely. It's, it's just going to be. We're putting it out there. 
It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Thank you so much. No problem at all. I'm so happy. For coming on today to share your story, Mm -hmm. to tell us all about what you do. So now we can go on all of her social media platforms and we can like, love, and share. Absolutely. And we can be on the lookout for this amazing restaurant that's coming to this region. Yes. That's going to give us all the, everything we need, all the good eats. All the good eats. One stop shop. And in the meantime, we will continue to love and support all that you do. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Thank you so thank you. much. And thank you for tuning in today to Pearls and Politics Podcast, where we are polished and poised for greatness and impact. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And we hope and we pray as the new year comes about that you will have a safe and fun and maybe relaxing New Year's Eve. And we will see you again in 2023. Thank you. And in the meantime, please like, love, share, and subscribe. See you in 23.